0: Hello, I'm Mark Price, and welcome to my podcast, Meet the Business Author. Having been the boss of Waitrose for many years and working within the John Lewis Partnership, I became interested in the way that businesses and individuals work, particularly how being happy at work can not only transform an individual's life, but how it can transform an organisation. I'm building a platform at Engaging.Works with the world's biggest business library, where anyone can come and search for information and guidance on their working life. In this series I'll be speaking with a number of prominent business authors whose books are available to buy on the business library. I'll be speaking to them about their book, what lessons we can take from them and what they think about the future of working life and business. i delighted to be talking to uh, Anne Franca, who, uh, as you may know, is the CEO of the Chartered Management Institute, but has held a host of senior executive positions with a uh, number of well-known household brands and names. So Anne, welcome to the podcast. And Anne, you've been a, a tremendous champion of, of gender equality in the workplace, and you've written a book about that. Would you just like to tell us a bit about your book and um, the lessons that people can learn from it?
1: Well, what I would say is, um, you know, I am an advocate for gender balance for two main reasons. One is my own personal experiences. And as I reflect, um, and a lot of women do this, and I think I advise a lot of women this, when I was in the throes of that first early move to the States after that series of corporate jobs that did not end well, I blamed myself, you know, I thought, oh gosh, it's me. I'm the problem. You know, why, how did I end up being, you know, I went from being this very successful, well-regarded high flyer at p g to, you know, into the C-suite where, wow, I've struggled in these, in, in these various scenarios. Um, and when I look back with hindsight, I realize, you know, actually it wasn't really all me, was it? You know, I was the first and only woman in each of those scenarios in each of those very well established but very male cultures and um and that was as much of a problem as anything about my capability and um i realized in hindsight that maybe it really wasn't about me it was about the cultures that had been created and their ability to accept me um and and accept indeed any uh, you know a female um, presence bearing in mind that was um Uh, a long time ago, so 15, 20 years ago, and things have moved on. Um, But um, what I say to women is don't blame you. So this is the old, let's not fix the women, let's fix the culture argument. Um, And that is a real reason why I am a a very, a very real advocate for gender balance. But the other reason is with my CMI hat on. You know, CMI advocates for best practices in management and leadership. And oh, guess what? You know, one of the best and easiest ways of getting best practices in management and leadership is to have gender-balanced teams. They are proven to boost financial results. They are proven to improve cultures and and result in greater engagement um, and to um, help attract and retain talent and bond with customers. So there's so many business reasons. Uh, why this makes sense. It makes you better line managers when you have gender balance.
0: How did you find the process of writing the book, Anne?
1: Well, um, I'm sat here at this dining room table. <laughs> this is very familiar to me because this is where I wrote most of the book. <laughs> um, yeah, so you you have to plan and be disciplined. Um, you know you, you, uh, That's what I would do. I wrote it while I was still CEO of CMI. So lots of weekends, lots of nights. You know, lots of Saturdays, uh, sitting down here at 10 o'clock saying, right, 5,000 words today. And, you know, getting up at 5 o'clock saying, oh, I've done it. Um, you know, it's that, it's that discipline, right? But obviously, um, also you start with a structure, right? I, I've found out very important. Start with a really good table of contents. And actually in any project, I think that's important. You start with, you map out, even if you might change it, what am I trying to accomplish here? What are my main themes? How am I going to organize myself? And, um, and then you plan it, you know, out in, ta- in time chunks. You give yourself time in the week to, to get that done.
0: Did you enjoy writing?
1: It's, you know, I have a mixed relationship with it. I do like writing. All those years ago, I went to Columbia Journalism School as well as getting my MBA. So there's always been a writer in me somewhere. Um, but I, I, have a, I have a kind of a love-hate relationship with it. Um, you know, there are days when I'll be full flow thinking, oh, I can't wait to get this story out. And then there'll be days when I'm thinking, oh, I really just don't want to do this. And I waste time and I phone a friend and complain to them. And then, you know, eventually you just kind of get on with it. When I wrote Create a Gender Balanced Workplace by Penguin, I was really pleased to be asked to be able to put in simple terms why this topic is so vital for every manager and leader today
0: and when you wrote the book was it aimed at men women or both
1: so really it is designed to be very non-preachy very practical aimed at everybody it's it's designed for um and, and this is ironic in the current situation but somebody that has a couple of hours it doesn't take long so In the old world, you know, a commute in or a plane flight to another European capital. um, You can read it in a couple of hours. It's very practical. It's not preachy. It's for individuals as well as organizations. um, And it's organized in what I call the power of five, right? Five business benefits of gender balance, the uh, five snapshots of where we are, five pitfalls five practices that work for organizations and five things individuals can do. So it it really, I I think I'm curating and pulling together and making sense of a lot of other information out there rather than trying to come up with, you know, some whiz-bang brand new theory because we don't need that. The evidence is there. It's overwhelming.
0: And when people have read your book, how do you hope it changes them, their views?
1: Well, I hope they can see that, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And if you have, if you combine, or to quote, um, and he actually said this, Ivan Menezes at Diageo, and they've done a great job of this, um, you combine action with ambition, right? Um, and if you, if you are willing to do that, if you have the ambition to achieve this and you're willing to put the actions in place, then you can do that. And it doesn't matter where you are in an organization, you can do it as a middle manager, you can have a gender balanced team. You know, again, every time I've done that in my working life, I've gotten better results. And it's proven you get, you just make better decisions and it is within your gift to do that. Right. Um, That's what's so empowering about this. And if you're a CEO, it's definitely within your gift to do this. And you absolutely should, because you'll have a much better business.
0: Brilliant. And thank you so much. Thank you for your insights. And uh, we wish you every success in the future.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening. For more in this series, please go to engaging.works where you can buy the book and browse over 80,000 other business titles. See you again next time.